fucking hell. Let me try that again, Marcus. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Building a Mumpire podcast. This is for all my fellow mums out there that are not only holding down the home front, but also building their own fucking empire. Now, unlike other podcasts in this space, Building a Mumpire podcast is all about keeping it real when it comes to what it is actually like being a mum and trying to build something for yourself. In this podcast, I will talk to mums at various stages of both motherhood and business life. We are going to discuss the ups, the downs, the laughs, the tears, and look, let's be honest, sometimes they're just fucked up things that we have to deal with. Building a Mumpire podcast is for the mums out there that need a reminder sometimes that they aren't alone, but are actually a part of one kick-ass community of superhero women. So let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to my fabulous Mumpire friends. You are listening, of course, to the Building a Mumpire podcast, where I'm here to help you navigate through the sometimes exhilarating journey of building your own Mumpire, but also being able to embrace the beautiful chaos of what is called motherhood. So welcome back. I am so excited to have you here. As always, I'm your host, Leah, and we are going to be diving pretty damn deep into the topic of balancing ambition and contentment. What the fuck is that? I hear you say, Leah. (laughs) Um, No, sorry. What the fuck is that, Leah? I hear you say. Well, basically what it is, it's about redefining success on your terms as a mum in business. So grab a cozy spot, Take a deep breath, buckle up, and let's get ready to embark on a pretty empowering journey together on how we can actually balance ambition and contentment. So balancing these two is kind of like a dance, right, (laughs) that many of us mumpires know way too well. And as driven individuals, we kind of have these big dreams and goals and aspirations. We want to conquer it all. We want to have it all. We want to prove to everybody that we can fucking do it. And we want to have a thriving mumpire. But as mothers, <laughs> we also strive for contentment, that sense of peace and fulfillment in our current family lives or the lives that we hope for in the future. And so we sometimes find it hard to find that delicate balance between these two extremely powerful forces. And they are very powerful in their own two rights. So today we're going to explore a few aspects of these of this topic and I'm going to offer some insights, strategies and possibly some stories of my own to help you really define success on your own terms. So if you're ready, I'm ready, let's get balls deep in ambition and contentment. First, we're going to tackle the question of what does success actually mean to you? And this is something that I bring up on quite a regular basis to my clients because There are so many different definitions of success out there. And generally, as mums in business, ours tend to differ from the traditional norms of society. So it's really important and essential that I want you to take this time to pause, reflect, and identify on what it actually truly means to you as the individual, as the mumpire, as the (laughs) mum. What does success mean to you? Because society is always telling us what success should mean. And it's like that corner office or that six-figure income. But let's be honest, it's pretty bullshit for a lot of us, right? And success can be multifaceted. It means that you can have the freedom to spend quality time with your kids, to pursuing your own passion, to making a positive impact in your local community, or even just pursuing and achieving personal growth and fulfillment in whatever it is the fuck that you decide. So it really is about defining 
what success is on your own terms. It's about making sure that success for you aligns with your values, aligns with your priorities, aligns with your aspirations. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and I want you to actually take some time to explore what success truly means to you. It's all about reclaiming that power of defining success on your own terms. Now, as long as you're not driving (laughs) or doing, you know, operating heavy machinery, I would encourage you to actually pause the episode right now and just, I don't know, journal, type it out, voice note to yourself, whatever the fuck you decide to do on what success actually looks like for you. Not what you see on Instagram, not the shiny object syndrome that we all see when we scroll through, but what does it actually look like for you? Pause and give that some thought. But let's be honest, I can guarantee you that more than half of you didn't stop the episode. Come on, people. Um, I want you to be not just a listener. I want you to be a bit of a doer. This is this may sound like just a podcast where I'm coming on here and I'm talking to you, but I would love for you to actually get balls deep in your own shit and figure out what it is that you want. So I do encourage you to come back later and do the fucking work because trust me, it will be amazing and it will be very eye-opening for you. If you're struggling to kind of understand how to work through this process, ask yourself, what does success mean to me? When you get that answer, then ask yourself why. Write that answer. Then ask yourself why again and get that answer. I guarantee you, once you ask yourself why about five or six times, you'll actually get to the root of what success means to you and then you can actually (laughs) make sure that you're doing whatever it is that you need to get yourself there. So I do encourage you to come back, give it a good crack because it is definitely an exercise that will blow your motherfucking mind, okay? So now I want to talk a little bit about balancing, like what it is to actually find that balance between ambition and contentment. And I know a lot of us are filled with ambitions and dreams and goals that, you know, drive us forward and give us that oomph to get the fuck up in the morning. (laughs) But how do we actually balance that burning desire for success with the need of actually being content with our family lives, with our family lives? Because I know sometimes people, especially people who aren't in business, can't understand why we always want more. And the reason we always want more is because we know we can do more. It's because we know we can achieve more. It's because we know more is possible. And the reason for that is because we think differently. We don't just think straight across the board. We don't just think from left to right. We think from right to left. We think up and down, sideways, backwards, forwards, like round in circles. We think differently, which means we know that there's different outcomes available for us. So I want to kind of debunk a bit of a myth right here, right now. Balancing ambition and contentment doesn't mean that you need to settle or give up on your dreams. Literally so fucking false. It's actually about making sure that you can integrate both of those things harmoniously, right? It's actually about acknowledging that we can be ambitious while still finding joy, peace, and satisfaction in the present moment. So there's nothing wrong with wanting more, but being grateful with what we have now. And that is exactly what the first strategy is. It's about finding balance and it's about using the, like, the practice of gratitude to help you find that because it actually allows us to appreciate 
what we've come across along the way. Those small wins, those small milestones, those precious moments with our kids that we didn't think we were going to be able to do in our normal nine to five job, but now we've gone and blown shit up and we fucking do it on our own. We have those moments and it's about acknowledging every single one of those while still being focused on our long-term goals. Finding that contentment in the present moment while working towards our future that we envision, fucking epic. And there's nothing wrong with that because you were made for more, you were designed for more, and you've chosen to go against society norms and fucking do it. (laughs) So embrace it. Be ambitious. Be courageous. Go for those goals. Want more. But always remember to be grateful for where you are now. Because when you move forward and you go to that next level, you're going to have a next level of gratitude that you're going to have to deal with. So I just want you to be aware that there's definitely nothing wrong with having that ambitious drive, but there's always a time and a moment to be grateful for what you have now. Just remember that. Because there is always going to be a time where you look back and you are grateful for what it is that you have now. I know that this is such a relevant moment for me. It's coming up to three years in my business. Oh my God, so fucking excited. Um, And I can definitely guarantee that there are things that I get to do now in my business, in my life, with my son, with my now little floof, um, that there is no way that I could have done 12 months ago, 18 months ago, three years ago. And I sometimes sit here and I think, fuck, I get to do some really cool shit. I get to work with some kick-ass women and I just get to really live in the moment and I get to really love the life that I have now. I know that I want more and I know that there is more out there for me, but fuck, I love where I am now because where I am now has been all of that drive, all of that ambition, all of that pushing to know that I can get more has led me to this moment. And I am so, so at peace with where I am now. I'm not settling. Do not take for, do not like think that being at peace with where I am now is another way of saying that I'm settling with what I have now. Fuck no. I will never settle. You know why I will never settle? Because there is always something better. There is always something bigger. And if I think that that better or bigger thing can be a part of my life, and still align with my values and still align with the things that I want to do, fuck yeah, I'm going to go after that shit. And so should you. But just remember, being grateful and being at peace with where you are now in your life is not settling. It's definitely not settling. And I never want you to feel like it is because it's fucking not. Got a little bit excited about that one. (laughs) But just I want you to remember that, okay? That's That's a very vital piece of information. Now, as we move on to the next one, which is about setting boundaries, I know this can be a little bit of a contentious topic for some people because you're like, bitch, whatever. Um, But I really want you to kind of look at where you are now because it's very easy to get caught up in the hustle and you kind of sometimes lose sight of what matters. And don't get, I am not fucking perfect. Sometimes I have times where... The hustle becomes so real. The hustle becomes so much that I sometimes forget about what it is that I'm trying to do. And that comes in ebbs and flows, generally just before I'm getting my period. (laughs) Thank you for making me a woman. 
you fucking bastard. Um, but sometimes this happens, totally normal. But if you can allow yourself to move through and understand that that hustle is a step in the process and is not just the process, it's going to allow you to really establish clear boundaries between work and family time. It's going to allow you to be present with your clients. It's going to allow you to be present with your kids, with your husband, with your wife, with your partner, with your dog, whatever your situation is, but it's going to allow you to be present. It's going to like both physically and emotionally, right? Like there's being there with your kids or with your family, but you're not actually there. But if you can set in some boundaries, it's going to allow you to actually pursue what you want with your ambitions and also allow you to be there with your kids, with your partner, with your family, whatever that looks like. Setting boundaries is not hard. Keeping boundaries is hard. And the reason that keeping boundaries is hard is because you haven't aligned that bullshit with your values. <laughs> Let me say that again. Setting boundaries is not hard. Keeping boundaries is hard because if you don't align your boundaries with your values, you're not going to give a shit about your boundaries. You're just not because it's not where you see yourself. It's not how you see yourself. So you're trying to live up to the expectations of somebody else that you've created with these newfound boundaries. I'm using air quotation marks here. I forget sometimes I want a podcast. Um, this newfound person that you want to be because those are the boundaries that you think you should have but you struggle so hard to align with actually getting that shit done because it's not fucking who you are. So stop trying to live up to somebody else's boundaries and set boundaries for yourself. Set boundaries on things that actually truly matter to you that can give you that balance between spending time on your business and spending time on your family. Work-life balance is a fucking crock of shit, but there is definitely an opportunity to be present and allow yourself to set boundaries so that you can be present. So, if that's what you need to hear, if that's your permission to be like, fuck work-life balance, there it is. But I want you to be able to set boundaries so that when you are with your business, you are with your business. When you are with your family, your kids, your partner, your wife, your husband, your dog, whatever the fuck that is, you are with them. And the reason you can do that is because you have boundaries in place to make sure that you can make that happen. I know, again, I'm getting a little bit excited. This, like, this shit lights me up. That's why I talk about it. That's why I get so excited, <laughs> okay? But I just want you to feel like that, okay? Now, the next thing I want to have a chat to you about, and I'm really hoping that I don't ramble on too long, but you guys know I love this shit, is having a bit of an honest conversation about managing expectations. Now, this is managing the, ex managing the expectations of your own and managing the expectations of those that are imposed on you by society because we all know everybody likes to put in their two fucking cents, right? And we've, we honestly, like as mum, as mumpreneurs, as boss bitches, as mum, like as people building a mumpire, we feel that pressure. We feel the pressure to do it all, to be it all, to have it all. But guess what? It's fucking overrated. <laughs> Just like perfection. The, the, the idea of being able to have it all, be it all, do it all is the, that idea of perfection, right? And I'm telling you right now, my fellow boss bitches, it's fucking overrated. I want you to embrace the idea that being imperfect means that you are actually being you. It's giving you permission to make mistakes, to release the guilt of not meeting every single motherfucking expectation because there are so many. 
It's okay to have moments of vulnerability. It's okay to ask for help. Because I think sometimes you forget, and I know sometimes I do, but you are already the superwoman in your child's eyes. They already see you as the superhero of their life. You don't need to meet anybody else's expectations because your kids already fucking love you. They already love and appreciate the things that they do for you. Now, as a mum to a 13-year-old, they may not show it (laughs) all the fucking time, but they are so appreciative of the things that that you do for them. You don't need to embrace, like, perfection. You don't need to embrace all the ideas of society's expectations of you. Fuck them. Fuck them. They're not the ones paying your bills. So why are we so worried about what it is that their opinion means to us? If you can let go of needing to actually manage those expectations, those external expectations, let it go, realize it doesn't serve you, realize it's not going to make you the queen of anything, then it doesn't matter. You just have to embrace the fact that you get to be you and you get to work on your own expectations, the ones that are aligned to your values, the ones that are set by the boundaries that you created, the ones that are actually going to give you your version of success. That's what I want you to worry about. I want you to worry about anything else because you don't need to. Damn, I really am getting passionate about this, aren't I? Whew, girl, I was getting excited. Okay, the next thing that I want to explore is this lovely concept of, and I know that us mummies never fucking do this right, um, self-care. Let's be honest, some of us nail it for like a good like two or three weeks in a row and then we forget about it. (laughs) We're really good at giving ourselves that self-care because it is like that crucial element of what we consider of balancing our time and our effort and our output and our input and all that kind of stuff. And we're really good at doing it for a very short period of time. But we need to be put further up on that priority list. Instead of, instead of putting ourselves last, I want you to start thinking about how you can slowly start moving your way up the top to that priority list. Sometimes doing it like cold turkey or snap from one thing to the next, like taking a full 180 degrees and going last to first might be a little too uncomfortable for some people. And hey, look, I totally get it. But maybe let's start to think about how self-care can stop being seen as selfish and more of like just an essential part of whatever it is the fuck that you do every day. Because when you take care of yourself, both physically and emotionally, it's actually allowing you to show up as your best self. It's allowing you to show up as your best self for your kids, for your business, for yourself. It's allowing you to actually understand that you are fucking worth taking just five minutes for your damn self. Whether it's a bubble bath, chilling out, doing a bit of meditation, or my personal favorite when my son was younger, grabbing a glass of red wine and sitting in the cupboard while he tries to find me during a game of hide and seek. Yes, parents, that is okay. (laughs) It is okay to have five minutes to yourself. It's okay to have five hours to yourself. Fuck it. It's okay to have five days to yourself when you can fit it in. (laughs) Because I know we don't exactly put aside that time on a regular basis. But hey, You have to do what's right for you and that means making self-care a priority because it's not selfish. 
it truly is essential to making sure that you can show up as the best version of yourself. What self-care looks like for you might be my idea of a, a nightmare. You could be going for a four-hour hike. Fuck you. If anybody asks me to go on a hike, I will punch you in the face. But for some people, that is their perfect idea of self-care. Do the shit that makes you feel good, that gets your creative flow happening. When you actually start to feel at peace and you start to feel fucking chill and you start to relax and you start to feel like you're getting a bit of your old self back, because we were all people before we had kids. We were all different people. We are not the same people that we were before we had our children. I know, I sure as hell am not. Probably a good fucking thing. But we were all different people. And that person loved and did things that was great for them because they didn't have to worry about anything else. So what does that person want to do? How does that person want to feel? How does that person want to show up and be the best version of themselves? Because that's who you need to remember is behind everything else. Because that person was once there. That person was once a human being that actually had needs and wants and ambition of their own. But we tend to lose some of that when we become parents and become mums. When we become the sole child-bearing, raising human that has to do all the shit. But that person is still there. You just need to remember what they love to do and start bringing that shit back into your life. It brings me to my next point, which is really about the power of collaboration and support networks. Now, we don't have to do it alone. I don't want you to ever feel like you have to do it alone. I would like to think that you listening to the Building a Mumpire podcast is the reason that you want to find other women out there that actually just fucking get it. <laughs> but the, uh, the idea of building a strong support system, whether it's through networking, joining like-minded communities or seeking membership, like mentorship, that kind of stuff can really make a world of difference. It can make such a world of difference to you mentally and I think it's really important for you to understand how important that is. Now, here at the Productivity Queen, I offer Inner Queen mentoring and it allows me the opportunity to work one-on-one -on -one with my clients to help them redefine what productivity means to them and help them find that balance between ambition and contentment because with finding that balance – with finding out what productivity means to them, with finding out what success means to them, they can then build a business that supports that. We're always taught to, you know, I was very early on, I was taught to build my business and then I can live my life because I have this business. Why? Why can I not have the life I want and have a business that supports that? Why are we thinking about it in the wrong fucking way? But finding a group of women, finding an opportunity to speak with others that fucking get it and fucking understand it is so empowering. You need to surround yourself with like-minded mumpires <laughs> who understand the unique challenges that we face because together as a community, we can lift each other up. We can share our insights, our goods, our bads, our uglies, our fucked upness. But we get to remind each other on a regular basis that we are not alone on this journey because sometimes it can be fucking hard and it can be really exhausting. But when you find that community, when you find and build that support system that is going to help you, fucking game changing.
game changing. Now we're coming to the end. I know I got a little bit ranty. I went a little bit over, but I feel like sometimes it's needed. (laughs) I want to really kind of just touch upon this like notion of evolving definitions of success. So I know I spoke a little bit earlier about defining what that definition of success is, but I also want you to understand that our goals and our priorities are going to shift and evolve just as our children grow, just as our families develop, just as our businesses grow and develop. And I want you to embr- the, I'm, like embrace the idea of flexible success, allowing yourself to reassess, recalibrate, and redefine success at every single point and shift of change. Success isn't a one-size-fits-all concept, right? What brings you contentment and fulfills you today might look so fucking different in five years from now. And that's perfectly okay. It's totally fucking normal. Embrace the fact that success is fluid, that success evolves, that success looks different at different stages of your journey. What I consider success now was so different to when I first started out of my business. Success when I first started out of my business was pay the next bill that lands in my inbox. That was it. Pay rent, buy food, pay the electricity, pay school fees. That was my version of success. Now my version of success is so different. It's show up, be empowering, show women that you can fucking do it and you can do it in a way that serves you. That's my version of success now. And I want you to allow yourself the freedom to evolve and adapt that version of success along the way because it's going to be different. It's going to feel different at different areas and different stages of your life because we're different people at different stages of our lives. I'm not the same person I was three years ago when I started and I sure as shit I'm not the same person I was 13, nearly 14 years ago when I had my son. So my version of success is so different And I know that my version of success in the next five years will be completely different again, probably in the next 12 months. So embrace that. It's a continuous journey, right? I want you to remember that success is not an end point. You don't become successful and then that's it. You become successful and then you ask yourself, fucking what's next? Be grateful. Sit in that moment. Be fulfilled in that moment. Be grateful of what you've got but then use that as a fuel of like, fuck yeah, what am I capable of now? I didn't know if I was going to get to this point. This level of success is where I am now, but fuck me, what else can I do? Allow yourself to evolve. Allow yourself to adapt to what success means to you because it's going to change and it's normal. We have the power to create the bullshit that we want in our lives, the businesses, the family, We have that power to create all that shit. So fucking do it and align yourself with your values. Align yourself with what your family wants and needs are. Align yourself with the fact that you are a kick-ass fucking woman changing the world with what it is that you do. You think differently. You act differently. You behave differently. Embrace that. Embrace that amazing, unique flavor that you have that fills your ambition, that makes you love and feel that contentment of where you are now, but embrace it. Embrace that, let's call it a a delicate dance 
if we say, <laughs> embrace it. Because like I said, we have the power to create some shit. And I want you to keep chasing your dreams. I want you to keep leveling up. I want you to keep knowing and thinking about what is possible and what's next. And, of course, sprinkle a bit of sassy McSass on it. But there is literally no end to what is possible. Nothing. Because you are a fucking queen and you fucking deserve everything that you deserve. You deserve everything that you deserve. You deserve everything that you get and more. So that is it for today's episode. Um, it was a good one. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. It was just one of those moments where I was like, you know what? I want to create a podcast episode because I just feel like I need to unleash some goodness. Um, shit flowed. So, so until next time on the next episode of Building a Mumpire podcast, I want you to keep finding what that balance of ambition and contentment looks like for you. I want you to keep redefining success on your own terms and be open and be flexible to the fact that that will change. As always, keep on building your amazing mumpire. And I want to thank you again for joining me this week on the episode of Building Mumpire. Have a fabulous uh, fucking day. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye. And that brings us to the end of another epic, amazing Building a Mumpire podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe because I would hate for you to miss out on any of the new upcoming episodes. You can find us on all of the usual podcast listening channels. So make sure you subscribe and I would love for you to also leave a review because I would love to hear what you think of this fucking epic podcast, if I do say so myself. So thank you once again for joining and listening in to the Building a Mumpire podcast. Have an epic day and I'll talk to you all soon.